Hey, I'm Kevin Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Lads. <sighs> All right. Today is Wednesday, May 13th. I am drinking a Corona Seltzer. I hope everyone is doing all right in quarantine. This shit fucking sucks. But Martin, sports are back. More specifically, soccer is back this weekend. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Let's do this. Are you excited? (laughs) Dude, let's just jump straight in that sport. Um, Guys, I don't know if y'all have heard. I don't know if this hasn't been shouted from social media accounts across the globe, but Sports have a possibility of returning this weekend. And no, I'm not talking about stupid-ass FIFA tournaments. I'm not talking about e-racing. No, I'm talking about the real, live, breathing sports coming back in Germany, of all places. And, uh, you know, we're not big German guys ourselves, Kev. Like, I'll be the first to admit it. We'll drink beers like Germans. We love a German beer. We love the German national team. We love the Bundesliga, but we're not huge into like the history and everything that's going on in the Bundesliga day in, day out. But Schalke versus Dortmund. Apparently it's big. Apparently it's history. It's a so, rivalry. So we're, I'm in. Let's, you dude, tell let's me it's a rivalry? In. I'm let's, in. Uh, let's riot. Let's fucking riot, dude. Sports are back. It's time to riot. Those things go hand in hand. Sports back. We beat Corona. Uh, no more quarantine. <laughs> Corona's over. Everything's fine. <laughs> Corona's not. over. It's we not. got bored of it. We didn't want to stay inside. We beat it. And uh, sports. Focus everything on sports. I'm so fucking excited. I'm going to root for the underdog here. Let's go Schalke. Let's do it. Bayern already won the league. Fuck it. Is this like a Germany invading Russia situation where on paper they think it's going to work and then it just totally backfires and ruins everything in their country? It's got to be. Right? Like, right? There's no you never way invade this Russia. ends well. You oh, speaking never of Russia. Russia. Just Quick, quick little sidetrack. I've been in the Russian new wave punk. It's been amazing. Weird. I've recently discovered it, and it's like Joy Division meets like I don't even know how to describe it. Like ceremony punk. Anyway, total, total aside. Um, but yeah, Martin. Like I feel as though like Germany apparently handled the coronavirus very well, allegedly, and like really just like quarantined hard as fuck. And they're like, all right, like I is this more that we just want it back? And not that, like, you were saying before the show. What was your point before the show? Yeah, I mean, like, we just casually mentioned how orgasmically excited we are for sports being back. For teams we don't really, really know about. We just want to see this so fucking much. It's all we think about. It's all we desire. But at some point, some German in the high parliament or the senate or the congress or... Whatever the fuck Germany has for leadership, I'm not really sure what they have. I know they got the hierarchy. Whatever the hierarchy in Germany. So maybe Merkel's number one. I thought she was stepping down, but there's got to be someone, some German who just pops up and is like, uh, so we have everything closed. We are still doing like contact tracing. We're still quarantining, quarantining people. Uh, we don't have any bars open, restaurants open, yada yada yada. But yeah, let's let's bring sports back because people want it. Like, there's gonna be someone that just says there's no fucking way this is worth the risk that it poses. Like the UFC uh, uh, 249 fight happened this last weekend. Super dope fight. I mean, Justin Gaethje beat Tony Ferguson's ass, and I was the last to see that coming. 
But at the same time, Jesus Christ. Jakar Souza got coronavirus and he pulled out of the fight. And he was seen shaking hands with UFC top brass. So this is just another prime candidate for a little mini cluster of coronavirus. It's so stupid. And we're going to be teased about it, Kev. We're going to be like, yeah, yeah, Shaka, Dortmund, let's go. There's football back. Can't wait. There's some viewing parties going on Twitter. Going to post all this shit, razzed about it. And then at like fucking three hours before kickoff, Germany's going to be like, yeah, we can't be doing this. Never mind. Everything's canceled. And we're going to have our hearts broken again. All right. I get what you're saying. <clears throat> And it makes a lot of sense. But right now, hope, hope is a powerful thing. I've seen Shawshank Redemption. Hope is a powerful thing, Martin. And I, mm. I, I need this, man. I, I, I feel like the world needs this. Even though I saw a lot of people posting like, oh, I mean, the sports are back. And all the haters in America are like, oh, it's not real sports. It's not the NBA or like, you know, NFL or MLB, which, all right, baseball fans, get out of my face. But what I'm trying to say is this is just hope. And I feel as though if enough people want it, it will happen. And I feel like it is going to happen this weekend. In that case, I do want to announce that for our Friday episode will be our preview episode of the Bundesliga matches featuring the Bunda Americans. Very, very popular guys um, who know way uh, a fuck ton more about the Bundesliga than we do. And we can ask some questions about like, so why is Schalke versus you know, Dortmund a big deal? And like, who sh- if I'm a Premier League fan, who do you think I should be supporting? So, I feel like we'll be asking all the questions. If you're a Bundesliga fan, you should be excited because they're going to know a shit ton. If you're not a Bundesliga fan, you're going to learn a lot, like me, because me and Martin aren't exactly the most savvy about it. We just know Bayern win it every year, but apparently this, again, everyone says every year, oh, this is the year Bayern doesn't win it, but at the end of the day, they end up winning it, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah, about the I Bundesliga. Mean, I, just, I just know the title race is close. Like, like Every other league is close besides the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, Bayern is five points ahead, I think. Uh, and they were, I think, in third or fourth place back in November because Red Bull and Dortmund were just cleaning up shop and then Bayern does what Bayern does, climbs it back. And that's about, you know, the extent of our knowledge of the Bundesliga. And we were talking about uh, this before the show. Uh, the Bundesliga is going to be like uh, the EPL was like three years ago. All of a sudden, all these new fans are coming in, coming in, coming in. Falling in love with the sport, so this could be like a huge explosion for uh, Bundesliga across uh, the globe. And you know, Fox Sports, the Fox Sports app, you know, it's on TV too, I guess. I don't know who has cable anymore, but the Fox Sports app on uh, Xbox, your phone, wherever, it's showing all the Bundesliga games, and that's how I'm gonna spend my Saturday morning at the dock. I'm actually supposed to uh, drive boats, but you best know your boy's gonna be watching some. German soccer on his phone. Yeah, no, same. I'm supposed to work uh, Saturday morning. I've been working six days a week at the produce place, you know, with my mask and fogging up my glasses, which has been just an absolute blast. But I will for sure be having all... I'm going to try and get off because I really want to see this Schalke Dortmund game. And I also heard the uh, Hertha Berlin versus Bayern games was to be a, a really good matchup too. I don't know why, but i just been reading Twitter and being like, oh, I, I, it's it just Twitter has been giving me this illusion that this is going to be the greatest weekend, which it will be because, I, it, dude, the, the ratings for this weekend for the Bundesliga, I think it's on Fox Sports still, right? They have the rights to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Dude, Fox is about to make a fuck ton of money. I mean, UFC was at 249 this weekend, made a fuck ton of money. The ratings were out the world because people are just so deprived. Like, mental illness and depression is through the roof with all this claustrophobia and quarantine. People just need something to watch besides the Jordan documentary um, or Tiger King. Or, I don't know, I've been watching Secession with my roommates. And just, you know what's actually been giving me a lot of hope recently, Martin? Yeah. It's that song, uh, the, the guy singing like, "I'll be your hope, I'll be your dream." <laughs> the, the guy, the the pub guys. Have you seen that? The one I posted on our yeah. social media. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I have like no context mountain. for that. <laughs> I don't. I have get no it. idea what that's about. It's um just it's just all these like old soccer hooligans. I don't know who they are, but they're just singing in a pub this like old song, and it's so fucking good. And it became like really popular on TikTok. But uh, I'll probably if you want to know what the song is, I'll just post it at the end of uh the <coughs> podcast today, so you can get some context. It fucking slaps, and it's just when they're all chiming in, that's like the only thing getting me through this. So I'm very excited for this Bundesliga weekend. Yeah, man, I could not be more excited. Uh, I don't know if you watched any of the UFC fight this past weekend, but it like I don't know if it was just because I hadn't watched sports in a while or if because I, I had missed UFC so much, but it was just razzle-dazzle entertainment throughout the night. There was no crowd, so you could like hear all the coaches yelling at each other. You could hear all the hits and shit. And so if soccer's like that, if you can hear uh, the coaches – screaming at the players, the players screaming at each other. Like, I'm so here for that every single day of the week. And I just might I just might uh, lay out in the middle of the lake, pop a champagne bottle, and watch me some German soccer come Saturday morning. I'm so jazzed for it. And just, I couldn't watch the UFC fight because I, I had to work this past Saturday, so I got absolutely blackout drunk. And... So- um, ended up. Oh, I didn't tell you about this. I ended up uh, getting so drunk. Me and my roommate ordered two pizzas. Forgot about it. Woke up, had to find the delivery guy, <laughs> and we only <laughs> ate like it was two full size pizzas, and we only ate a little bit of it. And I woke up the next morning, had no idea. Order from Grubhub. Why I had to miss phone calls. <laughs> I was like, nice. well, I, I I I went after it. So I feel like I want to get that level again. This weekend, not for no reason, but for Bundesliga. Um, but oh, I have one more bit of Bundesliga, Bundesliga news, Martin. Uh, Leroy, uh, Leroy Sané. Leroy Sané. Um, also, also, it's the ten-year anniversary of Leroy Jenkins. Shout, shout out, shout out, Leroys. Leroys are on the hot, on the up and up right now. Um, Leroy uh, Sané has allegedly signed a pseudo contract with Bayern and is on his way over there. There's no like official official reports. It also was from a German outlet who announced it. So obviously they would want to do that. Um, but yeah, Bayern already replacing Robin and Frank Ribery like nothing. They got that front three of Nabry, him and Lenadowski. I mean, Bayern are just so good at just like not only finding good young German talent, but just always just consistently never dropping off. Yeah, man. And, uh, I'm I'm really excited to see what Sonic can do coming back from such a huge injury like this. Uh, you always saw how special he was at Manchester City, his speed and vision. So I think he's going to fit in pretty pretty brilliantly at Bayern Munich. And you know, uh, I I really think that uh, it's Bayern Munich has kind of become a place for younger stars to cement their place and uh, shine. Uh, if you look at the likes of Thiago. Alcantara, he kind of took over when uh, the Zabby uh, 
was kind of ebbing and flowing, and now he's a true, true leader in, in the midfield. Uh, same thing with uh, fucking Joshua Kimmich. Uh, you see that Lewandowski is now the leader of the front three. Um, and with Sané coming in, that's badass partnership with uh, Serge Gnabry. And uh, there you have it, two EPO boys slotting right in for the Bundesliga Giants. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty scary come next year. Or, yeah. I guess, Saturday. No, and next oh, year. I guess. Whenever I guess we get a 2020 season, if that happens. Who knows? Who knows? So. That also brings questions like, if the leagues are starting now, are they going to be, like, doubling up on games? Or how are they going to yeah, finish right. in time? Dude, are they, they already post- made, like, they they made a uh, new rule. They were, like, five substitutions allowed until 2020. I, I read that. I was like, what? In, in what world did that rule come out of the coronavirus and the league finishing uh, discussions like where in the discussions on how to finish this league how to deal with the championship promotion and relegation europa league and uh champions league how did something so minute and so ineffective like a five-man substitute come up and be the first thing written and published that just is so fucking stupid from for me that's absolutely worthless yeah, I, legislation I, I... I saw that and just like I just brushed over it because I was just like I don't fucking care I just want sports back I just like I was just like I can't I can't <laughs> like, deal with this right now. Really, you took the time to do this. You fucking fools. This does nothing. Nothing. This fixes absolutely nothing, guys. I just it's like this is your focus right now. How about we figure out what we're gonna do about like testing and stuff? God, I just, uh, I just I don't know. I don't know. I know. Oh. One, one more Bundesliga thing, because we have a lot of more stuff to talk about. We also got fan questions. So thanks again for everyone sticking around with us during this time. I know we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back. We're back. Um, former Schalke player, Hinek Kamba. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, this former Schalke player who was reported dead in a car crash back in mm. 2016. Uh, so back in 2016 found dead or reported dead in a car crash has been found alive and well in Germany. Apparently he was just working in some factory. Some person recognized him. I don't know the full story, but 2020 is the weirdest fucking year of my life. So yeah, people are coming back from the dead. They they're winning in the gulag and it doesn't, doesn't matter anymore. Dude, there's no rules. There's no rules. People are coming back. Guy like, uh, disappeared from fame from soccer fame and uh, just works at a factory. You know, it's it's casual. 2020 is normal. It, we have uh, murder walks coming now. Uh, just a normal May occurrence in 2020. Fuck this year. Jeez. Dude, Hugh Ming's son in the military winning awards more for uh, his country than Tottenham. We got that going okay. on. 2020 might have a little silver lining. That right there is a silver lining. Like, can we just stop and, like, we kind of have a little love fest for Hugh Ming Sun. Let's make this clear, but can we just have a little celebration for Hugh Ming Sun? Like, he's, he's badass. He's an awesome winger for Tottenham. I think uh, surely the second best player on that Tottenham squad. And uh, he has to go to South Korea for training. And, uh, you know, he ends up being the top cadet in the class or whatever it is. And he shot 10 out of 10. He gets a trophy. And he's just an all-around great guy. Congratulations on uh, finding him Tottenham. I'm a huge fan of Huming Son. I wish he could be the president of the world. I'd vote for him. He seems like such a nice guy. Have you seen him smile? He's got such a kind smile. It is a sweet smile. You are right. Like, I generally feel better as a human when I see him. I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, as 
two VMI Virginia Military Institute graduates um, with really no military experience. Well, actually, you have more than I do, <laughs> Martin. Um, uh, how do you think he would fare at VMI? I think he'd probably be what? Uh, he'd probably yeah. end up as CEO. <laughs> True that. Maybe even a GC president. He's got a very welcoming smile. Like anybody mm. can come up to him and talk to him. I'd vote Huming Sun for our GC president. And that was reminding everyone that these two degenerates went to a military school for college. Woo-hoo! People forget. People people forget all the time, which we is done did it. Pro- probably probably for the best. All right. <laughs> we got a couple other headlines going on. Um, oh, I do want to say that we haven't mentioned this before because obviously the big hype is around the Bundesliga right now. But allegedly, allegedly, June 1st, the Premier League will be back. This is massive for us. That's our number one sport we talk about here, or what major soccer league we talk the most about. Um, There is a lot of discussion about it, if it's going to happen, if it's not. There are players coming out against it. For example, we have Danny Rose, who came out today and said, uh, this is a quote about the return of soccer. He says, the government saying bring back football to boost the morale of the nation I don't give a fuck about the nation's morale. People's lives are at risk. Football shouldn't be spoken about till numbers have dropped massively. It's bollocks. Bollocks, mate. Or I added that last bollocks, but you know, you get it. But um I think I mean he's got a point. I mean yeah. like like you brought up Martin, like I feel as though one official, not Boris Johnson, because that guy's just a uh an orangutan with a wig on and I just can't that guy's literally like when I went over there to England like five years ago. I think he was still the mayor of London. He was the biggest meme. Like he was just like like just literally a troll. People would be like, "Oh yeah, that's just Boris." Ha ha. And that was their prime minister. It's kind of like what happened here with Trump. It's like, ha, ah, you know what? And then it actually happens. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now we're living in 2020. Now it's 2020. Um, but yeah, get off politics. I just want to say, like, I mean, Danny Rose. He has a fucking point. Like he's, you know. His point is, is that human lives matter more than a silly game. Because at the end of the day, soccer is nothing but a game. Yeah, and like like Kev said, you kind of got to agree with him. I mean, imagine if, if you're a soccer player and all of a sudden you're told, yeah, you're, you're going to go play f- football. We don't really uh, – your, yours and your family's health, that's secondary to the nation's morale and, and making some money back for – uh, these teams and, and the economy itself. I, I think it's, you know, foolish to push something as as uh, scientifically fragile as this. Like, if, if we just start playing soccer and start opening shit uh, all of a sudden, I mean, we risk it just resurging once more, and, and it really does not make sense to play with people's lives when we know nothing about them. Like, who the fuck knows if Danny Rose or anybody else has you know, someone with an autoimmune disorder at their house living with them, whether it's their mom, dad, fucking wife, kids, whatever, and uh, does not want to risk doing that. Do we just say, all right, then you're off the team. You're not playing football anymore if they do not want to do that. So I just think fucking wait it out. We've already proven the fact that we can deal with this bullshit, watch sports documentaries. I've watched so many fucking classic matches and classic races. At this point, I just feel like I'm being a uh, aficionado in old soccer so just fucking deal with it until it's safe to fucking watch sports again and germany says it is so let's fucking watch some fucking sports tomorrow boys or i guess this weekend boys this weekend boys lads the weekend (laughs) (laughs) oh man i don't know like 
it's crazy that like you know everyone's bitching about like oh like you can't put cardboard cutouts of the fans it's all so pseudo and fake and pump in fake you know crowd noise like this isn't real football it's like no it is like soccer is guys kicking the ball around and scoring goals i get it the atmosphere adds a thousand times more to it which is a hundred percent true but at the end of the day a game is still a game it's not it's it's not anything different i feel so you know the players are going to be you know i remember i think it was uh we just had the Post and Pints guy on the show. Unfortunately, the audio didn't work, and I feel really bad about that because you should check out their podcast, Posts and Pints. But I feel like it was uh, Matt or um, Andrew who said that, like, Erling Holland, they played one of these matches without the fans, and Erling Holland was, like, saying, like, it was the worst match of his life. He hated not having fans there. And it's like, yeah, it'll take some adjusting to, but in the, the day, you're still playing the same game. It's not like you're saying, oh, pick the ball up now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. I, so, I just... I- like like you said, I'm going to enjoy fucking whatever type of soccer there is. So make it safe, make it respectable, and just use common sense, y'all. And we can all enjoy it for a while instead of just a snap period before it gets worse. Uh, so, uh, Kev, this was some uh, depressing dips into politics and uh, coronavirus debate. Do you want to move on to a weird little statistic that I found interesting. Oh, you mentioned this before the show started that you had it. So I don't even know what this is. So yeah, yeah. Hit me with it. What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. All right. It, I, I want to ask you a question. I want you to guess this percentage for me. If you had to guess what Kepa, Kepa's save percentage uh, is when the shots are on target. So shots on target, what do you think Kepa, Arizikapla, whatever the fuck his last name is, shot save percentage is? All right, we're talking about the Chelsea goalkeeper who's had a shit of a season. Cost about how much did he cost? Like eighty million. Yeah, most world record for uh, goalkeepers. Yeah, horrible deal. I mean, I would have to say like seventy percent, eighty percent. I'll say eighty percent. All right, fifty percent. So if you shoot <laughs> the ball on target, Wait. if you shoot the ball on target, you have a 50 50 chance of it going in chelsea essentially has a coin that you flip in the air no, dude. in their goal right now no fucking wonder willie big dick caviero was called up i want to expose the fraud that is keppa i'm on a mission from my brother he opened the uh light for me and i see this now i feel like i'm one of those fools on the inter- internet that call themselves q or q on or whatever I am the Q of Kepa Arisga, blah, 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 blah. You know what Chelsea should do? You know who has a great backup keeper is Liverpool. They should get carriers at this point. Jesus Christ. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no at least better than 50%. I, it ha- I mean, it has to be at least 55. <laughs> right. God. I mean, even concussed, he probably saves like oh. 51%. Without Sergio Ramos busting into anybody, oh my God, who hit him in that fight? I know, I know Ramos was the one he who bumped who hurt Virgil Salah. into him or Dejan into him. Because remember Salah got hurt, right? Yeah, Salah. And then, a, yeah, but okay, Salah okay, okay. Big shoulder we're post. talking about Carius. Okay, we're talking about <laughs> fuck off. We're talking about Carius. <laughs> um, I, I just couldn't remember. I just remember just being blown away by Gareth Bale's, you know, bicycle kick. That's like my life. Oh God, it was so sick. Welsh, Welsh legend, you know, way better than Ryan mm. Giggs. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, d- d- definitely a, a shared opinion by most soccer scholars. Um, right. 
That's insane, dude. 50%. That's bad. That's sad, and it's my current favorite statistic. Wow. I... It's either that, or so my two favorite statistics are Kepa as blah, 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 save percentage on shots on target is 50%, or Michael Schumacher won or placed on the podium in 86% of the races in 2004. Those are my two uh, favorite stats right now. So uh, Google me, prove me wrong. That was was talking Formula One. All right. Um... (laughs) Moving on, I think I have like a couple more topics before we move into our fan questions. Um, oh, the Premier League thing I want to talk about too is that, which I don't, I wanted to mention though, is that uh, did you hear about the conspiracy theories from all the teams in the relegation zone that yeah, uh, so stupid. they wanted to void the season so they would say some of their players had coronavirus? I don't think any of that's true, but it is kind of it, it's in conspiracy theory, you know, season because everyone's trapped in their house; they have nothing else to do but think up conspiracy theories. But it's kind of funny, and there was also the report that you know some of the relegation teams um, were being forced by the FA, like the English FA, to be like, "Hey, like we will still relegate you." Um, even if we avoid the season, even if we don't start up the season again, which is yeah. ki- kind of hilarious. So it's like, even if you, even the relegation teams are like, y- even if they, uh, the season starts up again, at least they'll have a fighting chance, I guess. But even if the season got voided, they would still be sent down. Like there, there was a massive threats going on. So I just wanted to bring that up. And I love the little like, Oh, Brighton players faking coronavirus to get out of the season, which is <laughs> kind of, kind of amazing story. It really is. People are, are bored, and I love when conspiracy theories pop up about soccer. They're my favorite of all conspiracy soccer theories because it's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm so about this. We've said it time and time again. Soccer rumors, transfer gossip, that is the key to our hearts. We just want to watch Real Housewives of uh, Manchester, uh, Real Housewives of London. And uh, that's what this shit is to us. So I'll eat that shit up all day of the week. I might even believe it for a half second just to uh, dabble in some conspiracies. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what my favorite soccer conspiracy is. Um, not like Ooh. match not like match fixing, like the Barcelona-Chelsea, like worse refing, which has been, you know. Oh, I brought this up to you before. It's like since there's no soccer, there's nothing to post about. So it's all like just um, – anniversaries of things like Liverpool coming get back against Barcelona, Leicester winning the league and all these different all these different things. Um is there any like soccer conspiracies? Um that's like which one's um, your favorite? So th- I don't know if this is a conspiracy or a little known fact or or what or if it's true or not. So let's call it a conspiracy. Um there was this player in Argentina um, who was absolute dog shite at uh, soccer at football, but he was really good at talking. So he talked his way into this local club, and uh, he kept faking injuries. He kept faking injuries, but uh, he told his agent to uh, send uh, other teams pictures of him playing. So the uh, agent, you know, faked some pictures, faked some videos. This was back in like the 70s and 80s, and uh, so he gets noticed through. Uh, these uh, videos that his agent is sending out through all these rumors that he's creating about himself. And he's creating like transfer rumors about himself. And, and so the bidding war starts popping up and he gets picked up by a bigger team and a bigger team and a bigger team. And he makes it away all the way over to Spain and to Italy and these bigger teams. And he ended up playing 
like a total of 13 games over a like 10 year career or something and he, all he would do is fake injuries and then go party his ass off with beautiful fucking women great cocaine and all the drinks that you could think of in spain italy argentina brazil like that right there is the story of legends a man who could not play soccer to save his life but fucking pretended he did and reaped the benefits of doing so uh so hats off to you that's actually amazing it's just like Never be too good at your job, guy. Like, you'll never get fired, but you'll never get, like, promoted. You know what I mean? It's a great life lesson for everybody. Like, always be better than mediocre, but not excellent. And you'll just get by in life. always talk yourself up. Always talk yourself up. Oh, absolutely. Talk yourself up, perform above average. Yeah, I I definitely think that... Life lessons. Life lesson. Um... I think my favorite conspiracy theories, which I don't think it's like all the FIFA corruption stuff. Like, uh, uh, I think there was one of like Ronaldo, a Brazilian Ronaldo being hurt and he was forced to play because of Nike would have lost tons of money if he didn't play in a world cup and FIFA buying out like different countries, like Qatar. Like this isn't even a conspiracy. Like we know that like FIFA <laughs> paid for Qatar. Like it's like obviously cause there's just tons of allegations and like, tons of people who went to jail because of how corrupt FIFA is. It's like, oh, it's a conspiracy. No, it's like just fact. So, no, it's um, real. It's real. Um, but look into that Ronaldo one. That one's actually pretty interesting. Um, but, oh, I have one more thing before we move into fan questions, Martin. Heard that. Um, that is the Mario Balotelli message that came out today. Yeah, and I think you've, you've read about it a little bit, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Um, um so Mario Balotelli uh, sends a message to all African footballers. He says, I challenge you all African footballers to put money together with me to leave the racist Europe and build stadiums in Africa and develop our youth. We have money. We can build at least five world-class stadiums in each country and sign a petition that no players will be exported to Europe ever again. Here in Africa, they will play under love of their sisters and brothers of no one singing racist chants on the stands against them. We are more talented. We can make our Champions League quality and our league's quality. We have great talent that there, that is never appreciated abroad. So, Mario Balotelli, who uh, to some, uh, I wouldn't say controversial, he's just kind of like a character in soccer. I think that's a fair way to put it with some of his like antics and some of that stuff. But to be fair, I think he has a great point. I mean, if someone who's faced tons of racial abuse, which we've talked about on this show and how fucked up, especially in Italy, how horrible Italy was to Mario Balotelli um, with like monkey chants and everything like that. And God knows what else that we may have not covered on this show, but I think he has a pretty good point here, Martin. I think it's kind of, I don't know how feasible it is or the logistics, but uh, what are your thoughts? I think he's got kind of a good point here. Uh, I mean, I, I got to tow the other side of the street. I, I, I kind of think it's a dumbass idea um, for, the, for the sole reason that do does he not think fans are going to travel in to watch these players uh, play football? And I, I really do think that there is obviously racism still occurring in South Africa, no? Um, and oh, just not, not just not South Africa. Just we'll avoid <laughs> we'll just fucking avoid and... part of fucking Africa. We'll avoid the racist parts of Africa. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think it's fair. a fucking. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a clearly it's clearly meant to just expose a problem that that 
uh, the soccer community is facing in, in this just day of uh, blatant racism where there should not be any at all. And, you know, he's just saying that the amount of talent that comes from Africa uh, fills these teams, fills these leagues, uh, how we can take everything and, and not associate with you. So I think he's more making a point than actually saying a, a feasible idea because, I mean, number one, completely unfeasible. Uh, how are you going to tell some kid uh, who's always dreamt of going to Barcelona, nah, we don't do that anymore because we experience racism at some of the games we we play. Uh, we do not leave Africa. We, we create a homogenized fucking uh, league. I, I think that's stupid, and I think that actually cuts off talent. Uh, there would... Um, there, there's a reason that so many uh, African people uh, migrate or travel to France, to Spain, to um, Italy, to England. These are all meccas of football, and as is Africa, but um, the growth happens everywhere on this earth. It, it doesn't just happen in these, in these uh, fields that uh, kids play on. So I, I just think it, it's exposing a problem and, and just saying a ridiculous idea that could never happen and uh, really does not need to happen if All right. FIFA Maybe. or EPO could clamp the fuck down on the racism problem. I totally agree with you. Maybe he's just talking out loud. You know, it could be maybe he's not being completely serious. I don't know. Maybe he's just like he's just workshopping an idea. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just like trying to work out the kinks. I don't know. I think maybe getting more football academies in Africa. I think that's great. I think a Champions yeah. League's kind of a reach. Bear with me. I'm workshop Mar- Balotelli. I'm on your side right here. And not to say that Martin's yeah, not like, on your side. To say that like I'm, racism I'm just, isn't bad. <laughs> it's it's a fucking stupid idea, but I agree with you. There's a giant fucking problem. There needs to be something done. There's so much more that could be done to help grassroots football. And uh, but it's a stupid fucking idea, Mario. All right. Well, you know why always me, Mario. Um, <laughs> let's right. move on. That's right. Throwback. If you get that, if 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 you <laughs> know, is. you know. If you know, you know, if baby. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to some fan questions. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Uh, the first set of questions comes from our Instagram. Follow us at Lads Podcast. Uh, we're slowly approaching 2,500 followers, which is wild. Um, so appreciate all of you and all these. I get so many bots now, Martin. I know you don't use our social media or like are on social media really, but it's all bots now. This sucks. Like they yeah. don't send responses to the question box. They just send blanks. Stupid. I've never seen uh, that. I don't know how to make one of those questions. I know. I, I don't. I feel like I'm just. <laughs> I'm talking to someone from the 1980s. All right. Uh, <laughs> first question. Uh, actually, not a question, but comes from Vanilla Bark. He says, "Salute to you." Oh, salute to you, Vanilla Bark. Thank you. True. Wow. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. All right. Next question comes from John Seaman, 92. He says, "How many times will you rewatch every Bundesliga game this weekend?" Oh, probably at least probably twice. Just once. <laughs> right, I'll probably watch. I'll probably at least watch all the highlights of the big games. I'll, I mean, I'll probably watch well, the games and then you know remember the games and then continue watching some badass old matches. I think that's probably the routine, right? Yeah, I don't know how deprived of sport. I mean, I'm pretty deprived. I, I'm like drought god. I'm drought god right now, but um, I'll definitely watch all the games. Yeah, yeah, I, oh, yeah. Down with that. 
Um, all right, next question. But thanks, John. Uh, Felonius underscore drunk says, would you rather send nudes to your moms by accident or get nudes from them by accident? Oh. 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 Uh, I think send. I think send too. I do not need to have any type of I don't need image like that. I can I follow up? Can I can I like send it and be like open and then call her and be like delete your text messages? I don't know. Like just there's no there's no text that says does she see my nudes, right? I I I think I think it's a given that she's going to see your nudes. So ah! if, I'm, if I'm choosing like the resulting consequences of that, if it's me or her. I'm picking her. She can she can fucking deal with the horrific mental consequences. You take this trauma. I can't take this yeah. trauma. I, I, I can't take this trauma. Not this young. You can deal no. with this shit. Like you guys will be probably dead before. Like I'm gonna have to live on with this shit. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, I, That's, I, I don't need to see that. No, thank you. No. All right, but thanks, felonious drunk. And next question, <laughs> uh, KD Phila thirteen. Hey Kyle, what's up, man? Um, he says, would you rather be kicked in the sack with cleats? Or take a penalty kick with a cement ball. Ooh. Fucking kicked in the sack with cleats. I've been there, done that. Yeah, I feel like Shit I've been hurts. kicked in the nuts a few times, but like I feel like I'd break my foot. And having a broken I would so break my foot. Having a broken anything, like sucks. Like I can deal with my nuts. Like I I'll puke after I mean I puke all the time. So yeah, have you ever stubbed your toe? Like imagine toe. kicking the shit out of a concrete ball. That oh. was like 90 to 100 pounds probably more than that Fuck honestly that, no. honestly martin now that you said that i'd rather get kicked in the nuts than even just stub my toe dude like i'd i'd get kicked in the nuts three times before i'd kick that uh concrete soccer ball sometimes like my back hurts when i stand up i'd rather get kicked in the nuts and feel that pain like, Yo, i'd get kicked in the nuts every single morning for the rest of my life if i didn't have to deal with back pain again uh, like if I, I just, well, especially like, you <laughs> one swift kick just one swift kick to the nads every single morning and i didn't deal with back pain i'd do that every single day of my life i'd take mm. two a day one before bed one after bed mm. yeah so nuts wins nuts wins every time sorry kyle yeah. uh, <laughs> next question comes from a underscore somerville underscore he says what moves will manchester united make in the upcoming transfer window is lingcar lingard uh jesse lingard finally done um nah he's our best promising young english talent man he's only Messi lingard six years old yeah Messi lingard are you fucking kidding me lingardino lingardino uh, is <laughs> uh fucking make fun all you want i heard rumors that he might be on his way to arsenal um, oh fuck! Yeah, enjoy him. He's danced at your stadium before. Maybe he can dance in his intro, like Alexi played piano in his fucking. He does weirdos. great at the Emirates. I will say he, he does. does do great at the Emirates. So maybe he'll like turn your team around. Like you guys have been doing pretty decent away, uh, or I'm sorry, like decent at home. Maybe he'll bring that good luck dancing charm to the away matches. So, uh, who knows? It might be a steal. It might be the young English steal of the century. But I hope we get uh, Jaden Sancho. Kind of. I kind of want Jaden Sancho. No, really don't say kind of. You fucking want him. Everybody I kinda wants him. kind of do. Don't, you're fucking, fucking overrated. Fuck it. All right. Overrated? All right. Come, overrated. Come next season. You're come high. Next season. Nah, look. I would be totally fine with a front three. 
of Marcus, Martial, and Greenwood or Daniel oh, James. Dude, totally fucking you're fine with that shit. Fucking delusional. I would take JD Sancho. Give me Drag Grealish in my midfield, and I promise you we would be an uh, absolute force upfield. All right, look, this year, Martial, Martial, really? Martial Greenwood, really? and Rashford, we have as many goals as Salah, Firmino, and Mane. Oh How the fuck God. does that make sense? I'm going to the so next question. So we don't really need Jaden Sancho. Nah, I'll take Jack Relish as my priority Martial, number uno. Really? Uh. Dude, fucking Martial's good on his day, and Greenwood's <laughs> a fucking freak of nature as he grows what, up. On his day once a month? Come on. Dude, I'll take fucking Martial. Uh, I'll take Martial for the next two seasons as Greenwood grows up a bit. Jaden Sancho, I'd take him, but I'm not thirsting over him. Fuck. I'm thirsting over Jackie boy. Give me Jack Grealish. Jaden Sancho is overrated. Mark my words, he is going to be a flop if he comes to the Prem. Save this. Everyone save that clip. Everyone save that and just save hold that. on to it. Save that. Uh, all right. The last question actually comes from you. Use 2012 Bentley Triton. Does Danny Rose play for Tottenham? I think. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't. Jeez. Kevin, come on. <laughs> I'm oh, joking. my God. I'm joking. Oh. oh, um, no, he plays for Newcastle. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's just because I posted the Instagram today and he was in a Tottenham uniform. Because I feel like everybody forgot he plays for Newcastle. <laughs> no, it was because that dude commented about uh, him being sad <laughs> because he's on Tottenham, and I had to be all snarky and mention that he's on uh, Newcastle. He is. Yes. Spot, spot, yes, indeed. Spot the lie. You can't. Um, <laughs> fi- final questions come from uh, Dan Quinn. This is our Twitter. Follow us, lies underscore podcast. At D underscore Quinn 25 <laughs> says, let's get some Bundesliga picks for the weekend. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and I generally want to hear how excited you guys are. Well, just let you know, we're really excited. We're going to have our picks for Friday with the Bunda Americans. I'm going to put some money down on my bookie. That's our sponsor anyway. Um... Do you think that they can finish the rest of their schedule? I think we're both just wanting – I don't think we should be asking that question yet, Martin, if they're going to finish Agreed. the season. I think we should just be like, all right, let's just have a weekend of sports, and then we'll go from there. It's kind of like the whole – we always say, like, is Virgil van Dijk one of the best defenders? It's like, oh, let's just finish his career, you know? Let's just – let's see him play more in the Premier League. Let's see him win his first title this year. Then we'll be like, all right, like he's, we're, it's building up, you know? Yeah, man. Let's see how it plays out. Like, uh, let's let's not get selfish. Like we said, uh, it's gonna be a treat if we even get some games this weekend. So uh, let's let's take it out how it comes, and uh, if we oh. get lucky, we get lucky. He does have one more sentence at the end. Thank you again, Dan Quinn. You're the man, and I think you're from Delco in Philly, so you're the shit. If I'm back in Philly anytime soon when this all ends, what's up? Um, his last thing he says is, "Does one person contracting the virus shut everything down again?" Uh. Yes. Probably. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Probably. say a hard, a hard. Yes. Um, yeah. If a coach gets, if a coach gets the corona again, yeah, fucking. Oh, right. for sure. It's it's Dunzo. Uh, bedtime for Bonzo. Um, last question comes from the group chat sports cat uh, sports podcast. Uh, a show that I was recently on. Great friends of mine. Group chat sports podcast says, "What Bundesliga team jersey are you rocking this weekend?" Can KP, uh, that's that's me, 
watch a whole NASCAR race while live streaming with Martin. The people need it. All right, so this is a group chat with a bunch of our friends. Martin, it was a it was a Premier League group text, and somehow Martin makes it about NASCAR and fucking Bobby Labonte and whoever Dale Earnhardt, and I hate it because <laughs> that's what I grew Kyle up Bush with was NASCAR. Um, Kyle Busch is is a pussy. Is that where I stand? Mm-hmm. I'll stand wherever you stand, man. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I appreciate the support, the backup. Um. And the only Bundesliga one, actually, I, I do have a Bayern and a Dortmund one. Um, yeah, I have a Dortmund one. I have a Pulisic one. Yeah, I probably wear Dortmund this weekend. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I suppose I'll wear Dortmund out of necessity because I don't have a Schalke one, unfortunately. So Schalke Dortmund. in my hearts, Bournemouth on my back, or Bournemouth. yellow, yellow wall, <laughs> Dortmund, <laughs> Dortmund, baby, Dortmund let's back. do this. Woo! All right, well, that's our show, guys. Stay tuned for Friday when we have the Bunda Americans on. And, yeah, enjoy some Bundesliga this weekend. We'll be seeing you guys later this week. Bye. Peace. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope. I'll be your love. Be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath. Truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong. I will be faithful. Cause I'm counting on a new beginning. A reason for living. A deeper meaning. Yeah. I want to stand with you on a mountain. I want to be. Certainty